Lecture topic. Hajj, the spirit of surrendering. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-lalina as-tafa. Amma ba'du fa'audu billahi min ash-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. إذ قال له ربه أسلم قال أسلمت لرب العالمين صدق الله العظيم وسسكت علماء الكرام بدأت نلدس The very great ibadat of Hajj is at the doorstep and while the Hujjaj will be performing this ibadat and directly being reminded about all the great aspects of the legacy of Sayyidina Ibrahim and his family because this entire ibadat of Hajj is filled with their reminders so similarly we are to take those messages, those lessons from the life of Sayyidina Ibrahim from his family's life because these lessons are not just some historical facts they are not just something for the books these are lessons that we need to bring into our hearts, bring into our day-to-day lives. These are lessons that chart the way for us to Jannat. These are lessons that if we really take deeply within ourselves, they will connect us to Allah wa ta'ala. So among the lessons that Allah ta'ala has given us in the Quran Sharif, and through the life of Sayyidina Ibrahim is the lesson of complete submission and surrender to Allah Ta'ala. Islam, Islam is derived from Taslim. And Taslim means total surrender, total submission. The surrender, the submission, this is really the ruh and the spirit of Islam. This is the true essence of being. This total submission and surrender, this is the most fundamental, among the most fundamental aspects of Deen. Without this, there's just a lifeless structure. This is that spirit of surrender that we find, this reminder of this throughout the ibadat of Hajj as well. And the life of Ibrahim this was the glaring feature which the Quran Sharif has highlighted. In the ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah wa ta'ala says regarding Ibrahim والسلام, that if Qala lahu rabbuhu aslim, Qala aslamtu li rabbil alami. That remember the time when your Rabb said to Ibrahim والسلام, said to him, Aslim, surrender yourself. Totally submit yourself. Surrender yourself to what? Submit yourself to what? So Ibrahim was fully aware of what is this call to us. And when he said, Aslam Tuli Rabbil Alameen in response to this, when Allah Ta'ala said to him, Aslim, surrender, he without any hesitation immediately responded, I have surrendered myself to the Rabb of the universe. Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. He was fully aware of what he is surrendering to. He was fully aware of what is he is saying. It was not just some lip service. 
not just some words it was the real feeling of his heart the real spirit of life that he was submitting that i submitted myself to every command of allah taala i have submitted myself to the decree of allah taala i have submitted all my desires whatever it might be to the will of allah taala and the command of allah taala i have no desire of my own anymore i have no will of my own i have no want of my own what i want is what allah taala wants from me my desire is subservient to what allah taala command is if i desire something else that doesn't count and this statement that he made this declaration that he made he lived up to it allah taala then put him through various trials various tests and these are things we hear about time and time again every year that the amal of qurbani comes the ibadat of qurbani comes we hear about the sacrifice of ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam the submission of ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and what test allah taala put him through and how he submitted but what is the purpose of this the quran sharif has kept this reminder alive but for what for us to just read over it is the situate and then wait for the next year when we might hear the story again no it's meant for us to take deep down into our lives that our life also center around the submission that this becomes the statement of a mu'min this becomes his slogan not just his slogan on his tongue this becomes the deep belief in his heart this becomes his feeling this becomes his sum total of life in the quran sharif allah taala says inna ma kana qawl almu'minin idha du'u ila allah wa rasulih liyahkuma bainahum ay yaqulu sami'na wa ata'na wa ulaika humul muflihun that the statement of the mu'minin the believers the declaration of the believers their slogan in the world of all slogans so what is the slogan of a mu'min whereas many times these are slogans that people just shout out at very hollow just words but a mu'min what is in his heart is also account allah taala says inna ma kana qawlul mu'minin idha du'u ila allah wa rasulihi the believers are called towards that which is a du'u ila allah wa rasulihi they are called to allah tabaaraka wa taala that obey allah taala wa rasulihi and they are also called towards the obedience of the rasul of allah taala that they must submit themselves entirely to allah taala to what allah taala has commanded what allah taala's ahkam are and his laws are what nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam has given us as part of our shariat and deen and what is their response what is their statement what is their declaration what is their slogan and not just slogan on the tongue what is the deep belief of their hearts sami'na wa ata'na we have heard and then after hearing there is nothing else in between after hearing we heard wa ata'na without any second thought without any ifs and buts without trying to analyze okay what could be the hikmah and the wisdom in this without needing to know what is 
will be my benefit in it. Sami'na immediately without delay wa ata'na. We have heard, we have obeyed. That must be on the tongue of a mu'min. That must be deep down in his heart. That must permeate every fiber of his body. Sami'na, we have heard what is the command of Allah Ta'ala. We have heard what Nabi Kareem Prasun has given us as our deen. And once we've heard that in the Quran Sharif, what we have heard, what we have heard in the Mubarak Sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then there is no more ifs and buts. There is no more question about anything. The Iman of a Mu'min is Sami'na wa Ata'na. We've heard, the next step is wa Ata'na, we've obeyed. We've submitted. We've totally surrendered ourselves. Then whether it pertains to something which is our personal matter, for example, our personal matter, just to take one example, sometimes as a matter of distributing the inheritance. Now when it comes to distributing the inheritance, then many a times there's a major dispute and all kinds of issues that then stem out of that. A person sometimes, he sees that my benefit and greater portion comes in terms of what Shariat has declared for me. So mashallah, the person is now very, very enthusiastic that we need to distribute the estate exactly as the Shariat requires. Why? Not because he has total allegiance to the Shariat. Unfortunately, his allegiance is to what is the numbers. So he sees more figures coming in his direction. So now he's mashallah very enthusiastic about the Shariat. But then few months later, somebody else passed away. And he also had a share now that comes from there. But suddenly, in terms of the wrong, un-Islamic will that the person made, which in the court of Allah Ta'ala is not worth the paper is written on. Because what is stated there is against Sharia. Now according to that wrong and un-Islamic world, he gains more. And according to the law of the Quran Sharif, he doesn't get that much. That part of it is something, somebody else's right. Suddenly he forgot two, three months ago, he was saying, no, no, we must go by the Sharia. We must go by what the Sharia demands. Now suddenly he's saying, but after all it was his will. This was his last wish that I should get this. Now what happened to the Shariat now? So three months ago, five months ago, what he was talking was just all his, just words, lip service. If the Shariat was in the heart, and he'd close his eyes and accept whatever the Shariat says, whether he seems to benefit more monetarily, or whether he seems to get lesser material things, but he'll get greater in the command of, fulfilling the commandment of Allah Ta'ala. Now he doesn't put shifts and bats in it. So this is the total surrender. Now in his personal matter also, he surrenders entirely to Allah In the law of Allah Ta'ala, whatever it might be, Allah Ta'ala has made something impermissible on a general note. Then there's no questions about it. Allah Ta'ala has made incest haram, completely forbidden. Allah Ta'ala has declared war against those who consume interest. وَذَرُوا مَا بَقِيَ مِنَ الرِّبَاءِ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ فَإِنْ لَمْ تَفْعَلُوا فَأَذَنُوا بِحَرْبٍ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ He doesn't try to find some loopholes around it. How often we hear this? Somebody says, I ask somebody for a loan. He says, I can't give you a loan. But nevertheless, uh, I'll give you this amount, but you must give me so much of profit later. So now this is play of words. person is appeasing himself. He called it profit. What the profit is? 
that is pure interest and waging war with Allah but now he's got questions on all these things that Iman is deficient, extremely deficient Allah says that the mu'mineen when they are called to Allah they are called to the obedience of the Rasul of Allah and their response is Sami'na wa ata'na Allah Ta'ala has declared interest haram they say haram finish, I won't take one cent, half a cent Allah Ta'ala has declared something unforbidden they submit without question Sayyidina Anas he says that we were sitting and I was serving wine to many sahaba because the command of the prohibition of alcohol had not yet come so it was still permissible and Abu Talha was present and others were present and I was busy serving it and then suddenly they heard somebody saying something out on the road somebody was walking and he was shouting out something they said what is this who saying something now this is the practical implementation and the manifestation of true believers Sami'na wa ata'na we heard immediate obedience so immediately they listened what is this person saying and the person was declaring that the ayat and the verses of the Quran that have been revealed that have prohibited any consumption or anything anything to do with wine with alcohol and this is such a prohibited thing so detested in the sight of Allah Ta'ala the one who drinks it the one who serves it the one who manufactures it the one who sells it the one who transports it ten people have been cursed who are associated with it in any way at any level merely transporting it serving it whatever level so they merely heard this no detail Allah has made this forbidden and who is hearing it people in whose veins it was flowing this was something that they they used to boast to one another about how how, how much of wine they have and how old it is how far back it dates and the person who had a greater stock of this he was the person who had greater position in society and something that they were drinking from ages and now one one command of Allah Ta'ala came and they heard that this is the command of Allah Ta'ala إِنَّمَا الْخَمْرُ وَالْمَيْسِرُ وَالْأَنصَابُ وَالْأَزْلَامُ رِجْسٌ مِّنْ عَمَلِ الشَّيْطَانِ All this is haram, it is filth, it is the handiwork of shaitan, all kinds of intoxication, all kinds of gambling. What was the response? Immediately Abu Talhar now says, so Anas was a young boy at that time, he says, go and throw it all out into the streets. The gullies of Madinah Munawara were flowing with it, people threw it out instantly. Somebody had it in his mouth already, he didn't wait for it, well okay this is already in my mouth, let me take this last sip and then now we'll call it a day, he spat that out, Sami'na wa ata'na, we heard and we obeyed, this is the surrender of a mu'min, no ifs and buts, now this is the lesson that Ibrahim gave us, all the Amiya gave us, and these, this is a lesson that the Sahaba Ikram took to heart, they loved all the pious people of the Ummah, they loved the essence of Deen, the essence of Islam, which is Taslim, surrender, complete giving ourselves to Allah Taala. And when a person has truly brought this submission in his life, then there is no, no difficulty for him whatsoever. 
neither in obeying any command of Allah Ta'ala and nor in facing whatever the challenges of life may be. In obeying any command of Allah Ta'ala, he has got no, no reservations whatsoever. He has a completely open heart. Whatever the propaganda might be out there in the world regarding anything, but that propaganda doesn't affect him because his submission is to Allah Ta'ala. If Allah Ta'ala has declared something as disgusting, as prohibited, like this, the fitnas of the time, and people unfortunately get caught up in this, they say, well, okay, it may be not so serious, not something that we should condemn people for, don't look down upon those who are doing what, doing what the Quran Sharif has called disgusting. Lut Salam declared very openly to his people, Inni li'amalikum min al-qaleen, the disgusting sin that they were involved in and the haram that they were involved in which was unprecedented. He didn't mince his words about it. He said very clearly, this lifestyle of yours and you're engaging in this filthy life, I disgust it. Now because of the propaganda of this LGBT fitna and whatever else goes along, so now the whole language has become toned down in a Muslim's heart as well. And a Muslim's tongue is now uttering things. People are putting all kinds of messages out. That well, you can't condemn somebody for what they choose. Na'udhu In other words, the Quran Sharif has said something is disgusting, but you should say, no, it's not disgusting. So you should oppose the Quran Sharif, oppose what Allah Ta'ala has given in the Quran Sharif. Where is the submission and surrender to Allah Ta'ala? Then the submission and surrender is to the people who are now distorting deen. The people who are perverted in their lifestyle, to the people who have got no morals and ethics, people who are completely devoid of any shame, now we are surrendering to their propaganda. Because you've got to surrender somewhere. A mu'min who has surrendered to Allah Taala, he merely wants to know what Allah Ta'ala has said. What Nabi Kareem has said. That is enough. In another ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala declares a different ayat. Allah Ta'ala says, وَمَا كَانَ لِمُؤْمِنٍ وَلَا مُؤْمِنَةٍ إِذَا قَضَى اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَمْرًا أَنْ يَكُونَ لَهُمُ الْخِيَرَةُ مِنْ أَمْرِهِ When Allah and Rasul Salaam has declared something, decreed something, a believer has got no choice in the matter now. His choice is what Allah has given him. His choice is what Nabi Kareem Salaam has given him. There are no questions about it. Now this is that spirit of deen. Just to understand the submission and to what extent the submission. Sayyidina Nuh his son refused to accept. His son didn't want to become a Muslim. His son wanted to remain where he is. Nuh cried so much. And after all a son is a son and he is very close to the heart of the father. But he refused. And eventually, whatever happened, happened, the incident is well known to us. Finally the floods came and he said, Sa'awi ila jabali ya'asimuni min Well, all these floods, this water is rising, so what? I'll climb the highest mountain. I'll climb the highest mountain and get safe from it. Qala la'asimal yawma min amrillahi illa marrahim. No, Islam said, nobody will be saved from Allah Ta'ala's decree today, except who Allah Ta'ala shows his mercy on. There are only those who surrender to Allah Ta'ala. He thought differently, he went away on the highest mountain and he got destroyed right there. Now when he got destroyed, Nuh turned to Allah Taala. Wa Nuhur Rabbahu. 
Allah commands wa ata'na we've submitted to him and what is the statement idhan la yudayyuna that's the case Allah will never allow us to perish you may do what Allah has commanded you to do Ismail salam young little boy Allah tell us command Ibrahim salam go and slaughter him after this long absence and now he's come and the child has grown now you go and slaughter him very easy to talk about it very easy to listen but how many times we are ready to slaughter what Allah Taala has commanded us to slaughter small thing Ibrahim Islam was commanded to slaughter his son and he went ahead Allah Taala saved it from happening so that wasn't the, what was meant to happen Allah Taala wanted to manifest the submission of Ibrahim Islam so that it becomes a lesson for us how many of us are prepared to slaughter our sleep at the time of fajr slaughter the temptation of the eye when it is tempted to look at haram you know privately sitting around with our phones in our hands and thinking we are very smart because we got it all locked up on behind passwords and therefore we are smarter than the smartphone but shaitan was smarter than us he deceived us and duped us but at that time do we put the knife on that desire do we put that knife on that desire towards going to the places of sin indulging in haram indulging in zina in gambling in all other kinds of vices and sin that is the lesson the submission sami'na wa atana allah taala said kul lil mu'minina yaghuddu min absarihim say to the believing men they must lower their gazes and likewise to the believing women and exiles sami'na wa atana they immediately comply No questions asked. Allah Ta'ala says, say to my believing, my servants, you must speak that which is best. No vulgarity. No, well, this is part of how business goes. If you don't swear, you can't get things done. Na'uzubillah, Allah Ta'ala made something haram which was necessary for us. You say, no, that's business language. Somebody calls it industrial language. And somebody calls it something else. Just to make it sound very light and just, just dismiss it and brush it as... under the carpet well if we do it is no major thing sami'na the jews said sami'na wa asayna and allah taala warned us about it in the quran sharif don't be like the jews sami'na wa asayna don't say we heard but we will do our own thing we'll brush it under the carpet we will just dismiss it with some fancy words no be like the believers allah taala praised the sahaba ikram in the quran sharif that when nabi karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam said qulu sami'na wa ata'na وَفْرَانَكَ رَبَّنَا وَإِلَيْكَ الْمُصِيرِ They immediately when Nabi Islam gave them the direction Don't say that how you're going to manage this command of Allah Ta'ala You submit They immediately turn to Allah Ta'ala سَمِعْنَا وَأَطَعْنَا Ya Allah we've heard, we've obeyed And if we err by chance, وَفْرَانَكَ Ya Allah you forgive us Now that is the need for the moment That we must have a very clear statement on our tongues The statement, سَمِعْنَا وَأَطَعْنَا or we've heard, we've obeyed Allah's command regardless, regardless of what it might be about whether it's something to do with our personal lives whether it is something to do with deen in general in terms of the laws of Allah Ta'ala whether it is to do with aqidah and belief especially all the different isms and whatever is going on whether it is those kind of talks that carry on now that all religions reach the same all rivers lead to the same ocean so regardless of what you follow don't worry you'll get there which is total kufr because Allah Ta'ala has made Islam the only deen 
that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. So now all these situations, no matter what comes up, a mu'min, his tongue speaks one straight line, clear words, Sami'na wa ata'na, what Allah has said in the Qur'an Sharif, what Nabi Karim Salaam has said, that's what we say, and that's what we submit to, and that's what's deep down in his heart, that's what, is, what he loves, he doesn't go by anything else, that is what permeates his veins, that is what's the feeling of his life, and that's what he lives on, and that is what he dies on at the time of slaughtering that animal of Qurbani. That's among the Sunnah aspects to be recited. In the, in the, in the Salati wa Nusuki, my very worship, every Ibadat, my loving and dying. Only for Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah.